Good morning. Welcome to my view from the rim. It's Wednesday, the 7th, um, a few days after Easter. Um, I hope that you had an enjoyable weekend. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, where should we begin? I wanted to begin, uh, consider this, I guess, a last Easter-related podcast, although in reality... Um, I am going to be trying to focus more and do more podcasts centered around our Savior, Jesus Christ. It was uh, one of the uh, um, focus messages from the General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is to spend more time uh, studying and pondering um, the Savior. And so we're going to be doing a little bit of that pondering here on the podcast, uh, getting my insights um, and so let's just go with that. One of the things that I had wanted to mention and I had not previously is in uh, Luke chapter twenty four one of the accounts of the uh um, the women at the tomb, uh, and and when they came, they were going to go and prepare the body. This is a slightly different account, but I love the phrasing in Luke, and which is why I I had meant to bring it up previously. Uh, of course, I've mentioned. Of course, they arrived. Stone was rolled away. Soldiers nowhere to be found. So they go in to enter, they enter the tomb preparing to finish the work that they had hastily done on Friday. And there was no body. And they didn't know what to do. And while they were there, two men stood by them in shining garments. And this is Luke chapter 24, um, starting in verse 4. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. This is an important segment, and I want to take those words, and I want to take some um, license with those words, simply because... uh, It's something that we need to do with our own lives as we seek to be converted to the Lord Jesus Christ, to be born again. We need to leave our old life behind us. In fact, that's a symbolism of baptism is when we are baptized, we are being buried 
and we are being born again in in Christ. And so as we are converted, we leave our past or what's dead behind us. Remember, as I've said frequently, faith is always forward-looking. True, we learn from the past. And it's critical that we do so. Part, I mean, the main purpose of us to come to earth is to learn and gain experience. And if we don't learn from our mistakes, if we don't learn as we grow, then we defeat the purpose of coming here. But if we wallow in the past... so that it can be said of us that we are living among the dead, the dead being our past, then are we progressing? Are we truly being converted? Or, so what we need to do is to leave the past behind us. Another example of that and there's a great um, discourse in the in the restored church. We refer to these discourses that are given on Sundays and at other times as talks, kind of like the term TED talks. Um, but the, they are not sermons per se, although many people might consider them as such. Uh, but we call them talks. And there's a great talk that was given at a BYU devotional that. Uh, Brigham Young University devotional in 2009 by Jeffrey R. Holland, who is an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, also a former president of that university. And that talk is entitled, Remember Lot's Wife. Now, that's taken... Um, and he makes a little joke about it, uh, um, but it's taken from Luke chapter 17, verse 32. And then verse 33 is a follow-up to that. As Christ is teaching, teaching, he says, Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. We have to leave behind us all that's bad in our lives. We have to willingly sacrifice our vices, our sins, our bad habits, our anger, at times our hatred for others. We have to put those on the altar and walk away from them.
Now, of course, we know what happened with Lot's wife, right? They were, Lot and his family lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, they were led away from the city uh, because uh, the, God was going to destroy the city. And it was a promise to Abraham. And they were told to leave and to not look back. And they were warned to not look back. Otherwise, they would perish. As they were leaving, Lot's wife turned around and looked back, and she became or was turned into a pillar of salt. It was because she was regretting leaving behind that life represented in those cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. And it was because of her reluctance to leave that when she looked back, she was destroyed. Easter is about a new beginning. It's about Christ who being the only begotten Son of the Father in the flesh, but having a mortal mother, was able to die when he was willing to allow it, but yet had the power to take his life back up again. And because he was able to do so, because he defeated death, all mankind, from Adam down to the last babe born in mortality, will have the opportunity, once they pass through death, to live again. And for some, that death will be just as the twinkling of an eye. When that time comes and the Savior reigns on the earth. But for us today in Reelsville, we have to decide to put those things behind us that are holding us back.
those things that are preventing us from truly feeling the power of the light of Christ and feeling the testimony of the Holy Ghost within us, truly being converted to the Son of David, the Son of God. And conversion is not just a one-time event. It is something that we have to continually work on. Because once we're converted, we're, we do not cease to face temptation. In fact, many face their greatest temptations once they make that decision to enter the waters of baptism, once they make that decision to follow Christ and to forsake a life of sin, they may face their greatest challenges after they make that decision. And so it's a process. A process that takes time. A process that takes tears. No man can save himself. Thankfully, we don't have to. The battle is already won. Christ has already paid the price. The question is, do we accept his grace? He may have paid the price, but he did not remove our agency, our ability to choose. Yes, we will be born again, or we will live again. Let me correct that statement. We will be resurrected. Our spirits are eternal. Our souls, when we are resurrected, are eternal. If we love Christ, it's real simple. We will strive to keep his commandments. And we will strive to demonstrate our faith in him in work and in deed and in service to those around us. We will not look back at past mistakes except for what not to do again. We will not wallow in a perceived unworthiness. When I say perceived, I mean if we have done those things that we need to do to repent and have done all that we can to provide restitution for that repentance. It's time to move on.
to not move on is to not accept the grace of Jesus Christ. This is my view from the room. Starting today, leave the old you behind and step forward in faith in the Lord and Savior. That's my prayer. Have a great day.